All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Well, I'm going to pass on bad news on the economy. When a guy like billionaire Ken Griffin talks, remember the E.F. Hutton commercials? When E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. They be silenced. The guy's a multi, multi, multi billionaire, and um, he's warning the country that, you know, we're nearly at 34 trillion in debt. He's saying, yeah, it is unsustainable as a country. And he says that this inflation, as a result of it, could last for decades. Do you realize how dangerous this is and that they keep spending money and keep spending money and keep spending money? And they're not stopping their insatiable appetite to spend money. It's pretty unbelievable. Uh, Later in the program, by the way, we're going to play Douglas uh, Murray. He's a great columnist with the New York Post. And he had an exchange uh, on the issue of Israel, because he's in Israel right now, about what's really going on on the ground. And and it was just an interesting exchange, because you have very different perspectives if if you're there and what you're seeing with your own eyes uh, there is, you know, it was a sad thing that happened yesterday because Sarah Carter, I don't know if we have that tape, but Sarah Carter was actually out and about and we sent her into this protest in New York. And, you know, it's sad. She was asking simple questions. She was asking, you know, whether or not Hamas is a terrorist organization. That is not a hard question to answer. But now, in case you may not know, I've said it a number of times before. Hamas has a charter, and in their charter, it calls for the destruction of Israel. So here she is, is a, quote, pro-Palestinian rally, and she's asking about the well-known terrorist group, Hamas. Listen, to, and by the way, then we had to pull her. I think she was there anywhere between 15 minutes to, or, or a half hour. I don't know. I don't remember the exact time. But whenever we send a reporter out in the field, we send a bunch of security with them. That's just the reality of the world we live in. We have to keep our... our Fox family safe, our reporters safe. And thank God security was there with her because these people are acting like such lunatics that it was now a crowd was beginning to form. And finally, the security stepped in and said, we're out of here. We're done. We're going home. And and got her out of there uh, before things got really out of control. Just listen to this. Do you want the Hamas? Do you want it's not about that? Yeah, about, Hamas targeted. If you want, if, if you want to make wait, it about wait, race, wait, wait. October seventh, Hamas common, entered Israel and ground, killed sixteen hundred. Is Hamas a terrorist organization? You want a two-state Is Hamas? I'm only asking a simple question. Is Hamas not Palestinians? Is Hamas? It's not about Palestine or Palestinians per se, it's about Hamas, and unfortunately, I would say most of these people cannot differentiate between the two. Is Hamas a terrorist? You guys don't have to talk to them. Exactly. Is Hamas a terrorist? Yes. Yes. You, oh, yes. yes. Hamas is a terrorist organization. But I'm asking, but you won't answer that question. Because you don't get it. <laughs> I don't have to answer a question that you're not going to understand how to comprehend regardless. Are you scared? Here. Right now? No. I'm not scared. This is my city. This is my country. And they're not going to take it away from me. 
I mean, you got to give that last lady a lot of credit because she was putting up uh, posters of, of pictures of the hostages being held and people that were killed, uh, but they don't get it. Now, again, I, I know I've said this statistic a lot. Please, please bear with me. Give me some grace here. But again, if you compare the population of Israel and the number of people killed, it's the equivalent, if compared to our population, of about 38,000 Americans killed in a single day. On 9-11-2001, we lost 2,977 Americans. We lost about 2,400 at Pearl Harbor. I mean, th- this would be the equivalent of losing 38-plus thousand Americans a day. It's insane. Um, anyway, and, and what do we have Joe Biden's uh, administration doing? They are they're putting so much pressure on Prime Minister Netanyahu. This is a fight for their survival. Since October 7th, the head of Hamas has gone on television and said, we're going to have tons of October 7th. We're going to do it again and again and again until we destroy Israel. I don't know why this is an issue that is as I, I, for whatever reason, brought out the just unbelievable, virulent hatred and anti-Semitism. We've seen it in the halls of Congress all over college universities. We've seen it in the streets of our cities like New York, like yesterday. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. And we have a president now pressuring Israel to stop fighting a war for its very survival. You can't do that. And and we should not be putting that pressure on Israel. We should be supporting Israel the way they supported us, unwavering support after 9-11. They're getting hit by Hamas out of Gaza in the south. They're getting hit by Hezbollah uh, and in Lebanon, out of the north, they're getting the, the Houthi rebels, you know, firing missiles from Yemen uh, into Israel. They got Syria firing missiles. You got saber rattling by Erdogan out of Turkey, who should be thrown out of NATO. Uh, and then, of course, you got the Iranian mullahs. And ultimately, you know, uh, the, the way this has to end from my perspective, if we're going to define winning, because my heart's troubled that so many people can, do not have any they seemingly don't have any sense of moral clarity, no idea what right and wrong is. They they sympathize with the the peep the terrorists in this case, and the, the the pure number of people not only in in our college campuses and on the streets of our cities and in, in the halls of Congress, but all over the world from you know European nations to you know Australia and so on. I, I just. I feel like this, we've gone into a time warp here in the lead up to what will be, you know, Nazi Germany. And I don't use that analogy. If you've ever listened to this show, watch my TV show, that's not an analogy Sean Hannity has used because I always felt it was overused and inappropriately used. But after I've seen enough images that most of you have not seen, and after I've seen videos that most of you have not seen, it is as close to what you would expect to have seen uh, in the death camps during Nazi Germany. And this is, there's, there should be no moral ambiguity here. This is right versus wrong. Everyone should have moral clarity, but they don't. And Joe Biden, you know, giving in to the radicals in his own party is, is beyond, it's, it's disheartening. You know, it takes, I, I'm shocked but, you know, obviously politics r- rules the day and the extremism is is running the Democratic Party. 
You know, Prime Minister Netanyahu, by the way, was ripping the mob and the media, the Western media, for working with photojournalists embedded with Hamas. I told you about this story yesterday, calling them accomplices in crimes against humanity. You know, CNN, fake news, CNN formally severed ties with a, a freelancer who was photographed getting a kiss from the terror group's leader. Did these, quote, journalists know about these pending attacks and do nothing except, oh, just go along for the ride and take take videos and pictures of the atrocities? Netanyahu, Netanyahu's office tweeted Thursday that it views the, you know, with with utmost gravity that so-called photojournalists are working with international media joined in the covering of the brutal acts of murder perpetrated by Hamas terrorists on October the 7th. These, quote, journalists were, accompany, were accomplices in crimes against humanity. Their actions were contrary to the professional ethics, he said. You know, the anger followed this bombshell investigation by a media watchdog group called Honest Reporting into journalists who were actually there to document the October 7th attack, more than 1,400 people were murdered. Hundreds taken hostage. By the way, Americans were killed there as well. American hostages are there as well. And the oversight Israeli Minister of Communications uh, literally issued a scathing letter to these news organizations, Reuters, the AP, Fake News, CNN, the New York Times. It's unbelievable. By the way, Joe Biden, we learned... According to John Fund of the New York Post, is surrounded at all times by aides dubbed the Fall Guys to prevent any more presidential face plants. Their job is to keep Joey, your president, from falling on his face again in public before the election. That's a hell of an important job. How do you prevent it? Unless you're literally carrying him from place to place. By the way, Alan Dershowitz responded to Barack Obama. And he said Obama had a deep hatred of Israel. Love to see those two debate. And he was just outraged over the former president's call for an end to, quote, Israeli occupation. Israel has not been occupying Gaza for years and years and years and years and years. And Dershowitz said, I think he always had a deep hatred of Israel in his heart. He hit it very well. He called me to the Oval Office, said to me, Alan, you've known me for a long time. You know I have Israel's back. I didn't realize that he meant to paint a, a target on it, Dershowitz actually said to Maria Baratiromo. Ouch. He's never been supportive of Israel, he went on to say. And finally, he said his true feelings have come out now that he's no longer president and doesn't have to be elected. Quote, he has contributed enormously to the problem because he is respected among young people. And if he says the occupation's unbearable and that Anything can be done to stop it is encouraging people to engage in their anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, anti-American attitudes. And he should be ashamed of himself. He should apologize. But the professor knows that he won't. <clears throat> you have pro-Palestinian protesters forming the New York Times building. This is going on. And another indication that these pro-Palestinian protesters have zero knowledge, as we just played for you in that tape with Sarah Carter, about the issue that they're, they're protesting, as you have hundreds of these pro-Hamas crazies swarming the New York Times building in New York City yesterday. Let me hear that. New York Times, blood on your hands. Once again, louder. New York Times, blood on your hands. Kathleen Kingsbury. New York Times, blood on your hands. Jockey Dodger. New York Times, blood on your hands. 
They're reading a, a dead Palestinian's name and saying New York Times blood on their hands. By the way, somebody needs to read uh, The Democrat Party Hates America by Mark Levin because he chronicles the New York Times. By the way, how many of you know that they actually tried to cover up the Holocaust in 1944 with the long history of anti-Israeli reporting right up to and including their bogus headline two weeks ago, quote, Israel airstrike hits Gaza hospital killing 500. Wrong. Wrong. Just dead wrong. You know, the demonstrators, the crowds, you know, chanting from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. You know, a phrase known for the eradication of Israel. That's what got the censure of Congresswoman Tlaib. We've got a lot more to get to here. Um, I never thought we'd be having to discuss things that we're discussing. But apparently we are. I just want some people to understand here. There is right and there is wrong. You know, sometimes there are, there is evil and there is good. There are victims and there are perpetrators of crimes. And why there's any moral ambiguity on anything involving this conflict and this war is beyond my understanding. Moral clarity is needed for the moment. I didn't think we'd need so much of it. But it's, it's like a cancer, for crying out loud. Anyway, I want to remind you about our friends at Phoenix Capital. Maybe you're sick and tired of watching these stock market swings, and maybe you want to say uh, bye-bye to these wild shifts in your portfolio. Anyway, right now, our friends at Phoenix Capital Group, they want you to sign up for their free webinar. It's an educational webinar, and they are offering investments that are currently delivering consistent returns built on solid American ground. They're offering high-yield corporate bonds to investors currently yielding 9 to 13% annual interest paid monthly. Now you can join thousands of satisfied investors paid on time every time. Learn more about their investment offerings today. Just register for your free webinar at phoenixonhannity.com. Uh, and before, of course, making any investment decision, you've got to carefully consider and review any and all risk involved. But they're showing people through their webinar, which is free. It's an educational webinar how you can diversify your portfolio, now again yielding 9 to 13% annual interest with the Phoenix Capital Group. Sign up for this free educational webinar. Just go to phoenixonhannity.com. That's phoenixonhannity.com.